Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back for another OG Show Live. Mr. Randall, how you doing? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real Down... Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. Hi, boys and girls. Welcome to once again the Bass Guy Appears. Oh, brother, this is the final cast. Another segment of uh, Chasing the Tide, your saltwater connection on the Palatin. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Feather and Fur, your host. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Hey, welcome back to Off the Water. Can you hear with Adventures of Outdoor Woman podcast? Hey guys, welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, go to eastport.info. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube boys and girls of the podcast platforms? Welcome back, Mr. Randall. Mr. Schiller. Well, we kind of kind of hinted that we were doing this show last week. Uh, we didn't go into great detail. Why? <laughs> yes. We provided a mystery, I suppose. <laughs> Jay's, Jay's been out playing in the jungle, and he got bit. Yeah. So, uh, but a we lot. have uh, we got Aaron Steiger in the house as well. He's uh, he's been battling Lyme disease for two years, and uh, we're gonna get some insight from him for sure. But uh, yeah, important show, guys. Uh, you just never know these little critters they're everywhere yeah and this is probably something we should have done in the spring but you know the fact that it's relevant uh to you now i think you know yeah. obviously it's a it's a good conversation to have i know we've had it 
briefly before when we've had Aaron on and things like that. But yeah, uh, plus it's hunting season, right? Everybody's gonna start rolling in the woods if they're not already. Kind of sure. like I was. <laughs> you know, yeah, so yeah. Well, yeah. and and not only that, grass is taller, right? You're dragging your kayaks in a you know, you know, backwaters or off launches and you know, just yeah. uh you know, getting out of the kayak to even just, you know, relieve yourself, so to speak, after a couple cups of coffee or something like you just never know. So it's nope. it's an important subject for sure. But uh, yeah, uh, you and got I anything? I was going to say, I feel like, you know, with, you know, Aaron, who's going to come on in a second, or as I like to call him, Spreadsheet Stagger. <laughs> um, he, he hasn't been called that in a hot minute. Uh, he hasn't. But, but uh, he like he has a like I thought I was doing some research. Like, I mean, I remember the, like the conversation we had last time, but like talking to him, uh, you know, in the, you know, right before the show and man, he knows like so much more. <laughs> I mean, he's like, you know, down to the detail. So let's get him in here. <laughs> we did. Milford's in the chat. And, uh, I, I was talking about relieving yourself from a couple of coffee. Yeah. cups of coffee and uh milford says or relieve yourself during a podcast yeah. fitting for the guest <laughs> <laughs> old ryan had to run out in the middle yeah. of a show on hey, a milford a <laughs> hey, milford <laughs> oh man funny stuff well let's get the man of the hour in here mr aaron steiger welcome back sir guys how's it going it's good to be back thanks for yeah. having me good to see you good to see you as always man uh like like me and Jay were saying, dude, you're looking fresh and clean. You yeah. look like you just got out of boot camp and you're ready to get shipped overseas, bro. We're ready to go. Uh, no, we're uh, no, I'm I'm doing good. You know, I, you alluded that I I've been battling this Lyme stuff for a couple of years, and, and that's I have been. Uh, and that first that first year of it was was the hardest year to to kind of figure out how to treat it. Uh, what lifestyle changes I need to make uh, in order to thrive and live day to day in a good positive way. And um, and it took about a year to figure that out. And, and after I started figuring that out, um, I started getting healthier in a lot of ways, healthier than I was prior to uh, getting Lyme disease and sure. it's because I've made lifestyle changes, um, whether it's, you know, sleep wise, trying to get more sleep, whether it's um, diet, whether it's exercise, those are all things that uh, I found that if I if I do those things wrong, it, it takes it does not take very long for that you know flare up to happen or anything like that. And um, you know we we kind of talked a little bit about that kind of pre show, but but yeah, no, I, I'm doing good. Um, I, I really am doing well uh, and just managing symptoms and and uh, continuing to to fight this this fight that. Uh, is been going on for a couple of years. So, yeah. Will, will it ever go away? Like, um, so the integrative specialist. Yeah. Um, so, so, so for some people, you never can eradicate fully eradicate mm. the, this it's called like a spider cat bacteria. It's, it's like a corkscrew and these bacteria, uh, if you don't get rid of them right away, what they, what they can do is they can, like basically like a screw would like you just drill a screw into a piece of wood. They do that into things like your cartilage, like in your knee. So like when I have attacks, like my right knee 
um, it hurts. Like, and I mean, it hurts, hurts. Like it feels like I tore my ACL, but I know for sure that that's where those babies are kind of digging themselves into. Uh, and every now and then they'll kind of emerge <laughs> and my knee starts hurting real bad and I can feel it. And it goes that way for a week or so. And, um, you know, knock it down with some antibiotics and some other things, but, uh, yeah. So anyway, those, those, those bacteria will thrive and live there indefinitely. Um, my integrative specialist said that this is two years ago that I was seeing that eventually your symptoms just kind of, he just said fade away over time. Um, I don't believe that unless you make big time changes and recognize what works for your own body. Um, and you have to do that, uh, because some people get literally crippled from Lyme disease or their, their mind gets completely just wiped away from Lyme disease, just brain fog all the time. Um, like, and when I say completely crippled, I mean like wheelchair ridden from Lyme disease or some people get Lyme carditis where like it messes with their heart and, um, they have to have, be on a pacemaker, you know, Courtney Bennett, her mom had that, you know, and, uh, her mom had Lyme disease and, and she was, she got Lyme carditis and, uh, she was on a pacemaker and things like that, I believe. And so, you know, she's, she's in Tennessee there, you know, Jay, like you are. And, and, uh, it's, so it's, it's definitely present. It's interesting that, um, so my family doctor, he said that here in Ohio, uh, Lyme disease just wasn't even a thing as of almost five years ago, but in the, just in the last year, I guess this was last year I talked to him. So it's been the last few years, he's seen just an absolute spike in cases just here in Ohio. So, Lyme typically was just in the Northeast. It was in your Rhode Island. It was very big in Rhode Island and Maryland and, and Maine and Delaware, like all those areas. And it's just slowly moved its way West. Um, and, and it's right now, you know, Jay, um, it, it's becoming more prevalent. Like you guys talked about, you know, you wouldn't think you, you should have done this, the show in the spring, but the, the reality is Jay was kind of saying before that, you know, you had these little poppy seed, like nymph ticks well what happens is in the spring you'll get all the big ticks on you and that's what i had when when i got them on me they were I, they were very visible but there was just so many i missed some of them like there's dozens all over everything um because i'd walk through like a nest of them or something and uh <laughs> does but, that just creep you out though like oh my gosh it freaks like me out now. everything is like different now <laughs> Oh, it is. Every single thing is different. Like, yeah, it absolutely yeah. is. Yeah. And so I, um, but what happens, Jay, is those, those big ticks in the spring, they have babies and, and the fall right now is, is almost a more dangerous time because those yeah. nymphs, you don't, you can't see them as easily. Like you might, no. they get in your hair and how are you going to see it? If you got dark or even light hair, you can't see it. Um, and so those are the ones that typically will transmit uh, Lyme disease, unfortunately, or, you know, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, all these different things that you can get, um, from, from ticks. And, uh, yeah, so those nymph ticks are the, they're the dangerous ones. They're just the size of a, like a little bit bigger than a poppy seed. Yeah. They're literally that small. I mean, there's no exaggeration yeah. when we say that, you know, so you wouldn't even know. I mean, like, like I was telling Aaron, I, I thought, I thought I had dirt on me. So I'm like picking these little things. I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, what is going on here? I'm like, I'm dirty. Like, you know, and uh, I mean, I pulled probably about, geez, seven or eight off me that I know of. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and that wasn't counting the other two I had on me that were bigger. Um, actually three. So, <clears throat> I mean, I had ticks on me. So I, I guess we'll just go into like where I was. So basically yeah, going your story, Jay, I'm new in, I'm new in Tennessee, right? You know, uh, deer season's coming up. Uh, uh, September 24th is opening day. So I go up into the mountains and I'm just going to hang some cameras. Um, I didn't really go that far, like off the road, uh, you know, getting out of the truck. I mean, um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm hunting on like, I guess on uh rookie instinct in Tennessee, you know, just to see how this is going to work. But I saw deer and everything. So I'm hanging cameras. Like, you know, I got like four out there, walked around a bit just in the grass. Um, I did go into some areas, but I didn't go super deep. Um, and then uh, I come home and I find a couple ticks on me, like right off the bat. And um, well, like actually one. Uh, I find like one adult, I guess, uh, you know, I forget what size, maybe a little bit below an adult. Um, get that one off me. And then uh, the next day, the, <laughs> the next day I find all those little seed ticks on me and I'm pulling probably seven or eight that I, like I said, that I know of that I pulled off of me. Um, what was crazy is that it took, it took the second day for me to realize what I was pulling off of me because I noticed that one didn't come off as easy. And I was like, what's going on here? So I don't have a magnifying glass. So I took my phone and I magnified it and put it right where it was. And it was a freaking tick. I was like, dude, I've been pulling these things off me. Like there was dirt on me, you know, and, and whatever. And now I did have like pants on, of course, um, uh, socks, of course, you know, boots, short sleeve shirt, hat. Um, cause you know, where I'm from in Illinois, like you can get away with that. Sure. I mean, you, you'll, you'll be able to see one on you. I mean, Brian, we talked about this in Wisconsin. Okay. We're sitting on the ground. You know what I mean? We're, we're like everywhere that you think that ticks would be. I'm not saying they're not there because we know they're there, but um, it wasn't as prevalent. So I didn't spray down or nothing. I just went in there and ended up finding this. And then, uh, so anyway, back, you know, going back to the story, then I find another one on the back of my leg that I'm sure was there over, over two days. Didn't even know it was there. It was still pretty small. Uh, didn't feel it. Um, but, just by chance, you know, and, uh, and let me just tell you this, these things can get, I mean, that, this was on my inner thigh, so I didn't even know it was there, but these things can get in places that you wouldn't think they'd get because I sure. had one too in, a, in another spot that I'm not going to say, but it not cool. You know, I was like, what is going on here? So, um, now, I, oh, so then afterwards, like, was it a few days down the road? I broke out and all these little bumps. Uh, on the bottom of my leg. And so like tons of them and, but they're just concentrated on the bottom. They've, they've kind of spread like up my leg, but it's like, it's, they're very sparse and they're just red. They're, they don't look like that. But so from what That's I hear the from picture the, you sent me. Yeah. So the, the picture on YouTube anyway, there's uh so whoever's listening to the podcast, um, there's actually a, a picture of my leg with the bumps on it and stuff. It almost looks um, like a a bunch of like, like chiggers almost. 
like zits you know, almost that yeah, aren't like ready yeah. to be popped or something. Yeah. You know, and like, and, and then right when you showed it to Brad, Brad thought it was poison ivy. But sure. it doesn't it doesn't follow like the same pattern. I guess it's the way it does to him, whatever. Right. Um, but I wasn't around any poison ivy. I mean, like that I know of. And if I did, why don't I have it on my face and all that? Because I've been touching my legs like nonstop. Sure. Um, and then it looks like chigger bites. But why do I have all the bumps up my leg and also on my chest and on my back? Um, again, they're more sparse on the upper part of my body, but they were very concentrated and they're still there um, at the bottom of my leg, you know, and I should, I think that picture is probably when they're uh, the most pronounced or getting close to it. Um, so they've receded a bit, but it's like, I don't know what this is. I've never had this reaction ever, but I do know I had a bunch of ticks on me. So, but the locals say that's what the sea ticks do to you. So, you know, and I, I mean, the guy down my next door neighbor is a hunter and he's like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like, just, you know, he, he told me what to do. You know, and of course, that's very just topical, um, you know, just like using rubbing alcohol or like the highest amount or concentrate that you can, um, you know, take a nice shower, you know, nice bath, scrub every part of your body, um, you know. But, yeah, I guess what everybody does around here is, I mean, and I'm finding out, again, just being naive in some uh, aspects, people like literally get into their garage and they strip down like almost naked. And then go into their house and, you know, then, uh, you know, do whatever. Of course, they probably inspect themselves before they walk in the house. But they walk in the house, go take a shower, clean up real quick, get different clothes. Um, so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I don't know what my outcome is. Uh, doctor said to wait to take the blood test. But I got Aaron telling me, no, go get a second opinion so you can get on something so this doesn't set in. So that's where I'm at. And it's a little scary. <laughs> I don't like it, you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <clears throat> well, it, it, I mean, it, it it should be scary, right? Like, you know, it, it's something you shouldn't necessarily neglect. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think that was a conversation you and I had when you first called me and you said, you know, I found this tick on me. And then actually, when I was on the phone with you, you're like, I'll call you back. And you hung that's, up the phone. It's true. And, and that's when you found the one on your leg. Yeah. The inner, the inner part <laughs> of my thigh. Yeah. That yeah. little one. Because yeah. I was like, it wasn't, I was like, I felt, I was like, wait a second. I was like, no, dude. I was like, I checked myself, you know, and, and you know what? That Like, we used to say this, like more of a comical, you know, part of it is, do you, do you ever, do, can you imagine asking your wife to like pretty much look at your butthole, <laughs> you know, because now you don't know where these things are, but you just got bit, but you had to have her pull this thing out because I had no leverage. I couldn't see it. And this thing was buried. Sure. You know, and I mean, so I mean, haha, in that part, but it was like, you know, at a, a crappy cost, you know, potentially. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and that's just it. Like, you know, ticks are prone to go into, you know, 
<clears throat> dark places, so to speak, you know, uh, like Aaron said, I like, I've heard many times, like people having them in their hair. Um, like, you know, for instance, like, you know, we're talking about deer hunting. Like I've shot a few deer where it's like, uh, you go to field dress it and it's like, you just see them crawling all over that yeah. deer in the, in the hide. And you got to kind of pick them off and, you know, get them away from you, obviously, you know, and that's, that's a common deer tick, but that could still carry Lyme disease, you know, mm -hmm. um, along with, you know, like I got the CDC website pulled up too. And it's like, it's not just Lyme disease. Like there's a whole slew of stuff that these little things can carry. And, mm -hmm. and that's just it too. Like I remember as a kid, um, I think we were like getting ready to go to the beach or something. And, you know, I took my shirt off and my buddy's like, dude, you got a tick in your back. And I started freaking out, you know, and, uh, I saw it in the mirror and, uh, you know, his mom actually took a, took a needle, heated up the tip and like poked it right behind the head. And that's supposed to get him to back out. At least that's what they used to say. I don't know if that's still true. I mean, I've done it before on other friends, and it's worked, but you know, when it, when you get a tick pipe, that's what they do is they kind of bury your head, their head under your skin. Right. And they're trying to burrow into your skin. If, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, Aaron, you might know more about that than I, but yeah. And you gotta be real careful about taking them out just because yeah. you could leave the head in there. In right? there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, their mouth, their mouthpieces are what really falls out. And yeah. that's, that's where the, like the, the head, of course they're attached to the head, but right. you have to be super delicate. Like that's why you got to pull slow and methodical. Yeah. 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 But like I've heard petroleum jelly is really good to start with because it mm. suffocates them and then they kind of start backing out. Mm. I, well, we didn't do that. <laughs> but I was more in panic mode. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's like, uh, I've never been so it's weird. The, the psychological, aspect of this because now i'm like freaked out like uh you know again this is my own fault for not using permethrin and we'll talk about that in a minute but <clears throat> i like <laughs> i just have this different look now at the woods you know and i don't it's it's it scares me a little bit you know and i even though you might use like everything that doesn't guarantee you're not going to get bit still. Um, but like it's, it's really put a psychological like level of doubt in me now to where there's like a lot of apprehension about even venturing into the woods, you know, which I hate. You know, because it is it because that feeling's kind of winning right now. You know, even though I've been, you know, it's I got to go out and check those cameras, and we're gonna start soon. So now, like, you know, again, I'm just freaked out. You know, it's sure. I really hope I'm not. I haven't gotten anything. You know, because there's like four different things you can get. You know, so you know, I can mean because Lyme disease is the most famous, but there's the alpha gal um, syndrome, which is. Basically, the one you get from the Lone Star Tick, where you have the uh, allergic reaction to uh, red meat, and I've heard it actually extends to pork. Um, there's like a few. There's a few animals that will affect, and it affects everybody different. Um, uh, there, there's a few. So I got the CDC website up, and uh, 
you know, there's the Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever, (laughs) Tolera, see, I'm horrible at this, (laughs) Tolermia. I haven't even heard of that one. Acrolycodosis. There's a, there's a couple osises. Let's call it Is there Babios or Babesia? Babiosis. Babiosis. Anaplasmosis. Uh, Eclicosis and uh, Telermia. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, spotted, you know, Lyme disease and the spotted fever. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, and there's like, so deer ticks are the biggest one. And those deer ticks are kind of, it's kind of a broad term because depending on what region you're in, like here, it's black leg ticks. That's what they call a deer tick. Um, you know, but, uh, with, you also got the do, the American dog tick. That one's the one that carries a few of them. Does the I don't think you can get Lyme from the dog tick though, no. right? No, okay. it's not. No, that one can actually give you. Uh, God, I wish I could say this word. Um, oh, hooked on phonics, help me. Ella, you, Ella, what is it? Ella, no, I'm. I, Earl, Jesus, I can't do it. <laughs> it's so, but um, Brian, if you put up that word, everyone can see it. But, uh, this one right here. Yeah, right? that's the one. I can't say it. Ehrlichosis. Is that how you say that? Like I, it, my mouth does not want to do that. So uh, on these on these maps, each dot um, represents a case for that specific one. So <laughs> this is the elecrosis here. Um. So you can see it's kind of prevalent in that Missouri, southern part of the yeah. Midwest, like Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, yeah. Nebraska, Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah. Kentucky, and then that whole eastern seaboard. And then here, this purple one is for Lyme disease. And you could see like the whole northeast is just purple. Oh, yeah. And then around like Chicago up to Milwaukee into Madison, that's pretty bad. And then up around uh, Minnesota, uh, like the, yeah. the cities, the Twin Cities is pretty bad there, too. It, it's interesting, too, like how like for how bad it is up there. When you think about the climates that exist in the Northeast and for most ticks, they thrive in high humidity locations. Right. 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 So like you got to think like, how, why? Why is that? Like, why is it that prevalent? Probably a lot of swamps up that way. I don't know. Water. I mean, there is a lot. I mean, there's a lot of woods and stuff, but I mean, it's just weird because the temperature is way colder, you know, with the harsh winters. How ticks operate. So they'll sit on grass, like long grass is where you're going to get exposed to most of the time. They sit with their little arms up and their little, uh, like, I don't know what, just their sticky little hands, basically. And just if you go by and you're walking by in long grass, that's when you're going to get it. So, you know, possibly, you know, you got the high humidity stuff down in Florida and this, that and the other. And you've got, you know, some of the deep south. And I don't, you know, I, I don't know tons about those areas, but maybe people aren't walking around quite as much in open fields and just things that, maybe there's not acres and acres of grass like there is up in Wisconsin and Illinois and Ohio. And yeah. I, I don't know, like maybe is it, I, I have no idea, but 
I don't know why ticks would be more relevant in the Northeast. Well, it just, and it's not so much that it's just how much Lyme disease has spread. You know, again, the the harsh winters, like the weather is way different up North than it is Mm. here. You know, sure. like you guys are going to be a lot colder before I will here. Yeah, thanks <laughs> you know? for a reminder. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, it's September. I mean, it's right now, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> snow's going to be touching that porch in about like two and a half months. Right. I mean, it, it's it's pretty likely. You know, here, not so much. You know, it might. I hope a you get bit. a foot of snow this year. I don't even care if we do. You know that. <laughs> The northerner will never die. I love snow. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, I mean, but you know what, though? I mean, there's, like, an area up in Illinois, uh, Mazonia. There's a bunch of lakes over there. I remember one year I went there with my kids. It was in the spring. I went there with my kids. We They they have all these prairie lands. It's all preserved. They'll mow it, right? And, I mean, it's, like, standard mowing, probably, like, an inch and a half, maybe two inches of blades or, or grass, you know? And uh, I remember... One time we walked into the woods. This is when they were small. I was literally watching deer ticks jump on our feet. Like it was so crazy that we, and we were walking in cut grass. Um, And it was like, it was, I mean, it was bad. And we, and we got there and I stopped and I just looked at the boys and I was like, Hey, I was like, we're going to run back to the, the truck. I was like, but we're going to like sprint. And they were like, really? Really? Why? I'm like, listen, I'll talk to you when we get to the car or the just truck. Go. I was like, just, just run. So we sprinted back to the truck. I mean, sounds crazy, right? We got back to the truck. I had them take off all their, you know, all their clothes except for the, you know, of course their their underwear. Striven them down. I pulled off between the three of us like 19 ticks. That was a short walk. We were there like 10 minutes, you know, and these were full grown, you know these were deer ticks to a T and we got them all off. I mean, I found they had Velcro shoes. These little things got in between the Velcro. Oh yeah. And they climbed underneath the tongue in the little areas. Like I had to like take every, like turn everything inside out. Um, you know, and none, and none of us got bit. Cause obviously we caught it really quick. And then, uh, so then I see my buddy Keith, like come crawling out of the grass. I didn't even know he was there. You know, and he's like, hey, man, he's like, hey, Jay. And I'm like, what's up, dude? I was like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, I'm fishing. He's like, I'm pond hopping. I'm like, dude, there are ticks out here like crazy. You know, and then he goes, oh, he's like, there's one on the back of your your uh, your seat right now. Like, literally, there was one crawling up the back of the seat. So we still didn't get one. You know what I mean? But it was like crazy, you know, and the kids, what that did to them did a cycle. You know, it, it scared them. Like, psychologically, they were scared of ticks for a long time sure i mean they didn't like want to screw with grass you know at all you know well, you, you brought up a, a point i know we wanted to hit on tonight you know we talked about you know you know folks changing clothes and stuff either out in the field at the boat ramp or something or at a river takeout or whatever but like that's the thing too, right? Is you want to check because you don't want those things to get in your truck. Because I've seen it before, yeah. where you know you get in, you know one's on your shirt or something, and then it's crawling around on your seat, and you come back into your truck the next day or the day after, and next thing you know, you find a tick crawling around on you. So that's something to be conscious of and and always check that you're not 
you know, bringing those things into your vehicle or your house. Cause like you had that instance, Jay, right. Where it, you know, you, you brought some into the house you thought. And yeah, you know, they, but they, I did some research on it too. Like as far as that went and as soon as, so as soon as I like even like, well, whatever, as soon as I knew it, I stripped the bed. I took a bunch of the clothes. I, I mean, I laid my pants on other clothes. I'm a, I'm a total dope. So then I grabbed all that stuff, you know, took it down, washed it. Um, also the sleeping bag. I took the sleeping bag out of the other room and got rid of that or not. Well, washed it. Um, but I, I learned that ticks can really only live. I mean, obviously they live for a little bit, right? But they'll dry out if they don't have a host. And, and especially um, if they're not in a humid environment. And when we talk about humidity, they thrive in like 85%, 90% humidity. Um, but in there, if they're in a house and the air conditioned, um, now I know there's other, there's, there's places that are infested with ticks. So I'm not saying this is like, you know, a fact for everywhere in the country, Sure. but in most cases with air conditioning, um, it's too dry in, in the house. There's not enough humidity. They won't thrive. And again, without a host, which is, you know, to drink blood, they can't live. Now, there are instances that I've read about that there are houses that are, like, infested with ticks, but that has to do from other stuff. Uh, there are other reasons for that. I don't have that kind of house. Like, this, you know, this is a decent house. You've been here, Brian. It's like th- this would not be a kind of house that would be infested with ticks, you know. But, yes, I brought them in the house, and I, I thought about that. But <clears throat> I did about all I could do, and I've been – we got two cats here. So, and I was checking the cats, you know, and – I, you know, it's funny and we'll talk, I guess we'll talk about it now. My dad gave me permethrin a long time ago because he was an amateur photographer. He'd always go in the woods down there in Des Plaines, Illinois, or sorry, uh, down there in Wilmington, Illinois, by the Des Plaines conservation area, the deer tick population is horrible. And so he already knew that. So I got these two brand new ones in plastic. I had them packed away. So I don't know where they are. Didn't even think about it. The minute I found out about any of this stuff, I went to Walmart, spent like 60 bucks on Sawyer products. There's a free plug for them. Um, you know, and got like a ton of permethrin. I sprayed the beds. I sprayed around the floor, um, you know, in the carpet and stuff just in case. Um, you know, all my my shoes, my boots, my seat in my truck are actually anything that had fabric that would come in contact with, uh, you know, with our skin. Um you know, pants, jackets, you know, I'm not even done yet. Like I'm going ham on everything with permethrin, <clears throat> um, step your underwear and stuff. Don't do that. That's bad. But, um, in permethrin, if anybody knows, like, this is a very, it's funny. Cause I'm, I still this thing. I'm such a dope because we both have known about this for years and years and years. Um, it pretty much kills ticks on like within a minute or two of them being exposed to it and other uh insects um but you know and actually uh, the hunting public has a really good video on it where they go into the woods um with uh and I, not even really even the woods i think it was like on property it wasn't even deep. yeah he was on yeah. uh they were they were just at uh their i think one of their houses or something and uh they sprayed down uh like a painter's white coverall suit yep with it and and the reason why they did that is because it was white and they went out in the woods and 
uh, found some ticks and let them crawl onto that suit to show. And, you know, because that suit was white, it made the ticks show up much uh, more prevalent, prevalent in the camera. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, like side note too, man, my phone's sorry, pretty loud. Um, side note is that like, so permethrin, I learned that there's kind of a hack for it where you can go buy the pure, um, uh, the, the, like a, the pure amount of it from tractor supply or something. And then you can make your own at home, uh, where okay. you don't have to keep going to. So Mike Ernst actually told me that, um, yeah, so he, he that guess what he does? He mixes his own. He's been doing it for years, and he has alpha gal, I guess. So he said that kick every time he gets a tick bite, it kicks up again, like pretty hard. So for him, I didn't know what the variation for him is, like how bad it is, because again, it could be horrible for some people, and it could be very mild, and it's not all meat, like it. So again, red meat, like beef, but not not to deer, um, you know, but. Uh, was it pork and there was something else, but again, it's different for everybody else. But, um, but yeah, anyway, he was telling me that he mixes his own. He saves a lot of money doing it. So I might go that route, start doing that. So I just always have it on hand instead of having to, you know, I mean, gra- granted, I I know Aaron's heard about this stuff. I mean, everybody raves about Sawyer products for methrin. It's like some of the best stuff out there. Yeah, I picked some up like shortly after we talked because I'm like, man, I need to, I need to just be smart and not be put in the position that you two have been put in, you know, and and just do that preventative, quote unquote, maintenance, so to speak, you know, to help protect me when I'm out in the woods, you know, especially early season, you know, like Mm -hmm. I don't worry about it as much when it's, you know end in november beginning of december and the temps are in like the 30s you know what i mean but yeah. you know right now i mean like uh is it this weekend no it's the following weekend deer season opens up in uh wisconsin you know oh, october yeah. 1st it opens up in illinois and it seems like the past couple of years like it's it's been super hot humid yep. beginning of october Uh, here in the midwest the past few years it's just been super warm and then it's like all of a sudden we just go straight from summer to to winter you know sometime in the end of october but yeah i just i sit there and i just cringe now about all the places that we have just sat sure and man just gotten away with it you know i mean i've had ticks on me before never con I mean, again, I don't know what if I even have anything. Obviously, I have some kind of reaction going on, but sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's it, it's crazy, like all the places that we have just plopped down, you know, and, and nothing, you know. So it's it's yeah. a little bit, of, I guess, naiveness and arrogance, you know. Sure, You're sure. Just like, eh, what happened to me? Eh. Well, I yeah. uh, I dropped in the comments that link to the hunting public's uh, video with the oh, permethrin, cool. yeah. and uh, those of you listening on the podcast platforms will drop it in the show notes. Uh, you guys can go check that out. It's to quick. I think uh, what is it? Uh, I got it pulled up here. Yeah, those guys are they're they're. I mean, if you're if you've it's never a, heard of these it's guys, a ten ten minute video. Yeah. So if you've never heard of these guys, if you're a hunter you know watch them even fishermen yeah yeah true i mean they do a lot of stuff and they're they're they 
we've never met him. They seem like amazing guys. Zach was um, one of my uh, students, actually. Um, yeah, he was one of my. What? Yeah, he, Zach Farinball. Yeah, he. Hook it uh, up, Aaron. Yeah, he was one of my students. I could. I mean. Yeah, I, I would love to talk really to well. him and some of the guys. Uh, he's a great kid. Well, he's We're gonna have to talk anymore, after the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, but they, they put out a lot of good content, a lot of informative stuff, and tips. sure, they've done two, I think in the back-to-back years one more about the ticks and then they touched on it this year uh again and then showed that video that brian's talking about yeah <clears throat> so let's uh let's Aaron. like why don't you run us through a timeline like when you got bit to when you started having symptoms to mm-hmm. oh crap yeah. now i have lyme disease and then like what yeah. what you've kind of done to remedy that because you were you were and you had mentioned you know you'll have these uh, little spouts or flare flare-ups and kind of what you're doing to manage it and things like that yeah so the first thing i think everybody should know is that it's different for everybody so some people might get bit by a tick and what uh then they might have something maybe compromises their immune system for one reason or another they might get overly stressed and then uh, that allows the bacteria that's been in their body from those ticks, uh, from that tick bite in the Lyme, um, to actually then manifest itself. So it could be two years down the road or 10 years down the road for some people. Uh, but mine was pretty much, it was pretty acute right away. Um, so I, I remember I got bit, um, I was fishing like a local area and I was dragging my kayak through some deep grass and things like that. And I just caught like a huge, like a 22 and a half inch largemouth for around here is a great largemouth. And I remember posting on Facebook, it was just when the pandemic started. And so everybody's off work and I was like, you know, off work and no one knew what was going on. But so I went fishing and uh, like after I was done with online school or whatever that day and um, got ticks all over me. I took, you know, took my kids and luckily somehow we didn't, they didn't have anything. They got their blood tested and stuff. And luckily they didn't. But, um, so that was like on a, I think it was like on, I think it was a Wednesday or Thursday. And I mean, by Friday I was starting to see blotches and spots. I mean, it was quick. Like, and I called the doctor. I I just remember it was before the weekend and I was like, Hey, you know, like, you know, I I know this sounds kind of silly, but like, you know, I, I, think I probably got bit by a tick and I'm starting to have a few symptoms here and there. And they were like, wait, what? And immediately they said, okay, let's get you on 10 days of this antibiotic called doxycycline that is typically um, used for uh, Lyme disease. Well, that didn't do anything for me. Like it, it, it just, it literally didn't do anything. Um, Cause for whatever reason there's, I'm on a different antibiotic now that actually does work for me. Uh, but that doxycycline for me didn't work. And so, um, 10, you know, it was like five or six days later, just at the beginning of that next week, I, I called back immediately on Monday and I was like, look, it, nothing's changed over the weekend and my vision's getting bad. So they sent me, I went over to my optometrist and, uh, and she said, okay, like here's, here's the thing. 
the, that oral antibiotic's not going to do anything for you because it's crossed your blood brain barrier. And so what's happening quite literally, she looked at my eyes and my, my optic nerve was swollen already. And she's like, those things have made their home in the back of your eyes, basically. And so she said, the only way to get rid of this stuff is to go get a pick line and have IV antibiotics um, for however long the basically uh, an integrated specialist says is, is appropriate. So I go and see an integrated specialist like immediately after that, like the next day. Uh, so this is all within a, like a week, basically. And then I'm up in the hospital getting like a little pick line. And I had to have this like thing hanging out of my arm for 30 days and carrying around like a like basically like a saline bag, but it's, it's full of antibiotic and, uh, well not full of antibiotic, but there's a little bit of antibiotic in that saline and, um, you know, doing that a couple times a day for 30 days. And it, it was, it was insane. I mean, I still have the little, uh, little thing right there is where that pick line was. And, um, you know, it, uh, that, that was, that was, that was 30 bad days, uh, because I mean, I was, um, I mean, I was just completely dizzy. Like I was having chills all the time. I mean, like my, my joints hurt, like my, I had terrible headaches. Like, it, I mean, this, they just totally tore me up. Like those, that line just tore me up so fast. Um, so then after that 30 days, um, they put me on some steroid, uh, to try to like get the inflammation down. Cause there's still inflammation there. Um, so they put me on some steroid. Um, it was like just prednisone, uh, pretty standard steroid. And uh, then they, that didn't really do a whole lot either. And I just, I kept bouncing around. I went and saw like ophthalmologist at Ohio State and just all these different places. I mean, it was a whole saga for the entire, the entire summer. Cause this, this was like right at the beginning of June when this happened, uh, right at the end of May, uh, beginning of June when all this was taking place. And so this whole summer, I was just on all these different antibiotics and different types of antibiotics. And I just remember before I went like back to school, I was like, psycho like I, I was not well, like that August, I still was not well yet. And I still went back to school and I was like, I'm not, I can't let this like mess with me. And, and so I mean, I, I did it and, and uh, still it, was, it wasn't great for another probably six months or so. And then I, I figured out, I found, um, I don't know if I can share my screen. There's a little thing that says share. Can I? Yeah, you I should share? be able to share something there. Okay, let me, let me see if I can. Okay, I'm going to share my screen real quick. Okay. Yeah, we'll share. We'll share this one. He's pulling up the spreadsheet, folks. Yeah, yep, I was just going to say. Can you guys see my screen now? Or here, let me. Uh... Oh, here we go. Whoa. Well, you got eight eight screens in a. There okay, yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. All right, so so I I found um, there's a guy down the street actually. He goes to my church, and he <clears throat> uh, said he's like, oh yeah, I had Lyme um, ten years ago, and he, and he actually got laid off from his job because he couldn't do his job anymore. He's like, check out this um unlocking lime from bill rawls um and it, it's all about lyme disease like this doctor basically had um lyme disease and it messed him up for like 10 years 
And what happened was um, he basically made it his life mission to like figure out how to solve like chronic Lyme disease. Because once you get past like a, like a, that first like 10 to 15 days, like that's that critical period of time. And that's what we're talking about, Jay, like to like knock it out before it manifests itself and just finds a house in, in your body, basically. Um, so like he basically figured out like, herbal solutions paired with like an antibiotic solution is such a good one-two combination. And so what um, he basically said is this, these spirochet bacteria, like I said, they kind of drill in to your like cartilage and any non-vascular area that, that, that they can. I mean, they love feeding on like your brain and your muscles and like all, all the good juicy parts of you and your blood and everything else. But, um, they live when they're not doing that in the non-vascular parts. And so what happens is this, this herbal uh, treatment, it's called the restore kit. Um, and I'm not trying to sell this. I don't care, um, if you, anybody gets it or not, but there's like four different things that this thing basically does. And there's just, there's like, hundred different types of herbs that are within, uh, all of the different, um, or I guess, all right, 50 different herbs is what it says, um, within this different plan. And so what I do when I was, what I started doing like that fall slash winter was you take three of each of these in the morning and you take Jeez. three again in the evening. So I was taking like, it was like 24 pills or something like that a day. Jesus. Now I still take 12, I still take 12 of these a day, plus, um, some other different, um, herbal things as well, along with antibiotics. And this is two years later, but a hundred percent, like I feel, I mean, I was telling you guys, like just, it's, it's changing my lifestyle a little bit, trying to get more sleep. Um, even with kids, like, you know, still trying to go to bed earlier than I used to go to bed. Um, eating, trying to eat better, uh, and then exercising. Like I get up every day and I exercise for a half hour. Like I make myself get up before I go to work and, and exercise. And what all that does, like the exercise keeps my blood flowing. It doesn't let those little spirochet bacteria just kind of hunker down, like in my knees or my joints or whatever, like it keeps it moving. And those those herbs kind of flush those things out and don't give them a comfortable, don't let them get comfortable. And then if I do get a flare up, then I take the antibiotic and it keeps me sharp because if I don't, if I, if I get stagnant, um, I feel because the, the Lyme is really affected, like my eyes, my ears, like my head, my brain, like, like everything. I was getting really bad brain fog. Um, couldn't remember things. Like it was even having trouble talking sometimes, like a lot of head pressure, um, just, it really affected that, but it also affected my joints. Um, and so if I can regulate all of those things, and it sounds like it's a chore, but honestly, this is kind of what Dr. Rawls kind of talks about. You need to, you need to modify your life if you want to keep your wellness. Like if you want to live a good life, um, you, what you really need to do, and I'm going to go back to done with that well that's kind of weird how do i go back to that it's like looking in a mirror like from a mirror i know <laughs> it's like, all right there we go 
Okay, thanks, Brian. Um, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no so what Dr. Rawls basically just talks about is like you need to modify your lifestyle, and it's not. It's one of those things like the guy that has the heart attack. Like you don't really have a choice. Like if you don't modify your lifestyle, like your life's you might you might die. Well, you're not. You might not die from Lyme disease, um, but you won't. You will not thrive and live. That's for darn sure. And so. I've made some changes specifically in the last year. Like, I mean, I've, I've gained 30 pounds of muscle, like just literally 30 pounds of muscle and just, um, weight in general. And, um, it's cause I've changed a lot of things about the way I lived. And, and I think if I would have been doing stuff like this prior, uh, I might not have, you know, might maybe my immune system would have been better just to fight this thing off in the first place. So, you know, not everybody that gets bit by ticks is the good thing is, is if your immune system and you, if your body can kick it, then, then you're not going to get affected. And maybe, um, you know, Jay, you, you get, you got bit and you're having a, a reaction, but maybe that's all it'll be. Hopefully like, yeah. you know, and well, hopefully that's where it stops for you, but you never know. Maybe yeah. it's not. And that's where, yeah. why, in my opinion, for whatever it's worth, why not go get a doctor that'll get you on doxycycline right now and and then take the blood test still in in eight more days um and by then hopefully the blood test comes up negative and you took some doxycycline and you're no worse for it you know what i mean and that's what that's what i that's even what dr rawls kind of says is like you start off the acute phase and you had an acute reaction with antibiotic but then that's when that other restore kit came in and like it helps just continually get that cleaned out and keep your body a little bit cleaner. Um, yeah. I wish I had called you before. I, I just, I told I, you, you know, to call I, him. <laughs> I, I was just kind of, I don't remember hearing that ever, but uh, yeah. no, I, I mean, it. Like, you know what I mean? I, I no excuse. It's just, you just go, you just go along thinking like, oh, it'll never happen to me. And you're like, you know, and then it's, you know, and then it happens. Right. And then, like I said, you know, a few days later, I get these bumps. But the thing that like that kind of put me at ease was the neighbor, the doctor, you know, even the nurse. She was like she talked about having seed ticks on her. That was taking a walk around where she works. You know, she went through a nest, but she was, but they're all saying, yeah, like it's common for people to get those bumps, you know? So nobody seemed to seems alarmed, you know? And I can't say that I've had like any other kind of side effect from this, um, except the psychological side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause it's now, I mean, I'm truly freaked out about Turkey season because, sure. cause you sit on the, at the base of a tree like that's what you do. Well, you know? it doesn't matter, right? Like y- you could be mowing your lawn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it it doesn't matter like I yeah. I understand like what you're saying like being in the woods and you're yeah. walking through that tall grass and things like that and like that's when you're more likely to but I mean, yeah. you could you get it as easy as walking out in your backyard, you know. Well, I told you, remember? I went to the back of my uh back of my fence line which it's not like I'm walking through grass and I come back and I'm like, Oh, I got a tick on me. I'm like, what yeah. is going on? And I, I remember my neighbor too. And he's an older dude. Um, he's retired. And he goes, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you always walk around on those slides. Cause I, I usually wear slides out here, you know, no socks. And he's like, do you notice how you never see me in those? 
I was like, point taken. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was just you know, like, you know, he's like, I don't walk around like that, dude. He's like, you're nuts, sure. you know. Um, but and that's the thing. I, I've been walking around like that so long out here. Not that I was doing that when I was hanging cameras, but I mean, it was, you know, now it really gets you thinking about just your everyday attire. Again, kind of to what Aaron's talking about, but on the side of, you know, it's a life change. Sure. But now, now you have to think about your clothes. The preventive you know. aspect. Yeah, because you're also going to spray, your, not permethrin, but you're going to spray yourself with other tick stuff. Sure. Um, so that way, you know, your skin is, you know, protected. Um you know, but I mean, you got to really take it seriously because I mean, I, I really hope I really hope there's nothing going on. I hope it's just a little reaction to like the new world out here. And maybe that's a part of it, too. Right. Maybe sure. maybe Brian, maybe me and you have been bit by ticks, you know, during I our hunting excursions. And we didn't have a reaction. Yeah. yeah and we, and we didn't it. have the reaction like but down here your body's probably not acclimated, you know, I mean, you know, Northerner coming down to the South, things are a little different here. Um, I don't know if that's part of it, but you know, again, just don't be naive and don't be arrogant. It's these things are everywhere, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and I know you can have a good time. You don't gotta be scared. Is, is you, if you <clears throat> take the time to, you know, be preventative and, you know, be responsible and, strip down in your garage where you go in your house um you know and, and like you know what that brings me to another thing you know like brian when he hunts he has a crate that he just dumps all his clothes into sure like you know it's a he puts it on you know i mean not that nothing can get inside but <coughs> at least from that standpoint it gets you know whatever tick is going to be in there is probably going to die by the next time he goes on yeah i mean i i typically get dressed at my truck before I go into the woods and then, you know, yeah, change again that. at the truck coming yeah. out of the woods. And, you know, part of that routine was, you know, going back to, you know, the whole scent control and things like that. You know, I didn't want to get in my stinky truck and, you know, obviously I'm a smoker and, you know, I didn't want that getting on my clothes. So I would change and, keep my clothes in that bin but the second part to that is is that tick <clears throat> aspect like you said you know and you know typically you know i'm basically getting down to my boxers and a t-shirt on the side of the road or parking lot so you know and nine times out of ten you're going to find those things re either right on your arms or right on your legs so mm -hmm. i do a quick scan as i'm changing you know and throwing my clothes in the bin, but you're right. Like, you know, I've never thought about it from that aspect that more than likely if there is one of my clothes, you know, give it, you know, I'm going back out the next morning, more than likely that thing's, you know, dead, hopefully. But yeah. And I want to say know. there's like, there's, uh, they look, they're like dryer sheet looking things. I think you can put into a crate with clothes. And it's supposed to be able to kill ticks. There's there's some preventative mm -hmm. things for crates, you know, with the sure. clothes. So that way, if you are pulling like a, you know, the, what if you're doing a morning hunt and an evening hunt? I, I don't know how fast yeah. it would kill them, but at least it would definitely make their life a living hell in that crate. Well, and that's where, <laughs> yeah. where permethrin comes into play, right? Mm -hmm. If you got your clothes treated properly, it typically lasts five washes or whatever it is. And you know if you're doing that right then you know yep theoretically uh you know everything should be uh 
extinct by the time you go back out in the afternoon. Yeah. So there's even there's even some clothing companies that infuse it sure. into their clothes. I mean, not that you wouldn't have to reapply, but it's infused. So right off the bat, you can go out in the woods and you've got protection. Yeah. I would still spray down with spray yeah. clothes down with permethrin just to be safe. Yep. But yep. yeah, I know there's like some insect repellent clothing where they, they impregnate the the yep. thread and stuff with uh certain things but uh yeah yeah i just wanted to throw out there i threw in uh the chat and i got it uh to go in the show notes as well that uh uh the vital plan vitamins that uh aaron mentioned uh that he's taken so if somebody you know you know is kind of having similar flare-ups like aaron is like let whoever know about this stuff the links right in there it goes straight to the the store there we're not associated with them or anything of that nature but you know it could could possibly help somebody out for sure so aaron you're saying i should buy that stuff you should like absolutely. like even if it's just for one month i would i would get on a cycle of it uh, i'm like I, totally I would. freaked out it's uh <laughs> it, it'll give you it'll give you if anything psychological ease until your doctor gets on board. And unless you find a doctor that'll get you on board quicker with some antibiotics, but yeah, it, I think, yeah, it makes total it, sense to do that. I'm going to call the doctor's office tomorrow and be like, I want you to put me on something like right now. Yeah. And I'm right. not waiting for a blood test, you know, cause everyone's like, just wait for the blood test. I mean, now you're, yeah, I didn't Friday. know. I, it's I, a I Friday feel, tomorrow. That's the other problem. I know. Like you can yeah. like, do it early. Yeah. 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 Well, I that's will, the thing, no. like Aaron said, like taking some of my antibiotics isn't going to hurt you. You know, it doesn't I mean? do, it's not going to do anything to you. Like, I, I just don't know why antibiotics have their, yeah. like every other week, it seems I, like. I just don't know why they're so, like, you know what he gave me? Actually, he gave me like this topical steroid cream for my ankles for, for the bumps. That's not going to do jack against what is going yeah. on inside your body if, if something is. It is important to note, though, like not every tick carries these diseases either so like even if you get no. bit by a tick there's still there's still yeah. a great chance you're not getting anything you do know, you know like, what, do you know what that number ticks. is what is that it? that number is 10 percent that you get well, fr from lyme disease okay from lyme so, okay from lyme it's so 10%. like 90 percent you're not yeah. gonna have it but like <laughs> from lyme but you could have one of the other four opposite Oh, 90 percent of ticks of deer ticks carry Lyme disease. Oh, that's just in Tennessee, though, right? No, that's the Northeast, everywhere. Like really? every, like yeah, it's prevalent Holy enough crap. where ninety percent of the deer ticks carry. So okay. ten, you have a ten percent chance not to get it. Oh, jeez. Like so, you that's, gotta get on antibiotics, dude. Yeah. If you had how many bites, uh, you gotta get on antibiotics because yeah. statistically speaking. I know it, you have like a 2% chance of not having it. Right. It, like if you got bit four times or whatever yeah. you said. Yeah. One, one, two, so wait, wait, yeah, it had to be like four or five times. Then you so have I like think I'm out like I'm you, zero. You, you've <laughs> got to get in on antibiotics. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Agreed. I, yeah. You know, it, it's the thing is like, again, just not being, I don't want to say naive to it. Right. Like at this part, but, you're just trusting like the system to do something for you. Right. And so, it doesn't seem like it's happening for me. Dude. Like they didn't, the doctors literally didn't know what to do after the first month. They're like, they luckily they did put me on antibiotics to get it acutely, like to take the edge off. If they didn't do that, it would have been really bad. 
But after the pick line was done, like no one knew. They're like, just we don't know. Yeah. Like literally, the doctors looking at me like we have no idea. They're like, here's some orange juice. Yeah. So they, they I got a, I got a, it in your own hands. I got to debunk what Jay's saying. So I'm, I'm pulling up a few things. I read here. it. This is Hartford Healthcare uh, in Connecticut. They said in 2019, testing 3,517 black-legged deer ticks, 35.7% carried Lyme disease. Dude, I and swear then, I read that. Like, uh, and it was a, looked like a good publication. I can't uh, John Hopkins. Uh, John Hopkins says, uh, ch -ch -ch -ch. where did it go? Dude, do you know the internet's forever, right? Ticks prefer, to <laughs> ticks prefer to live in wooded areas, low-growing grasslands, and yards. Not all ticks carry the Lyme disease bacteria. Depending on the location, anywhere from less than 1% to more than 50% of the deer ticks are infected with it. When so, was that thing from you're talking about? This is on John Hopkins Medicine. Yeah, but from what date? Uh, this is printed. Where did it go? Because I said 2019. I, I swear, I the one I read before it. was 2019. This oh. I think is 2020. But it it seems like it's it it's dependent on the area, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, another uh, NPR. I don't trust them, so I'm not going to read that. Yeah, there's a little uh, here. So here you go. This is uh, Minnesota uh, Department of Health says, on average, about one in three adult black-legged ticks and one in five black-legged tick nymphs are infected with Lyme disease. So that's 33%. Yeah. I found your Hartford one. Yeah. You got bit four times, Jay. That statistically is yeah. more yeah. likely. Either way, sorry for the bad info, guys. I swear I read that, but um, I, I wasn't trying to know. prove you wrong. I was just yeah, like, whatever. Internet's like, forever. Thanks. No one's gonna believe me ever again. It just sounded like <laughs> too much, but but like that one study said, like it could be over fifty percent in certain areas. So I mean, in right. Tennessee and. You know, well, looking at those maps that I pulled up earlier, like if you're up in like Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, New York, like I'm sorry, you guys are don't screwed. go outside. Don't yeah, go outside. Pennsylvania, <laughs> like Virginia, like all that. Like, yeah, stay in your homes. <laughs> yeah. Like just put up just put like you know, bubble boy, just put it on one of those suits. And go out. Right, right. But <clears throat> yeah, it's it's just one of those things, man. You got to be preventive. You got to be cautious and uh, just be aware of what's going on and, and what can potentially, you know, harm you. It's such yeah. a small little thing can really do some damage. Obviously, Aaron knows that firsthand, man. And thankfully, you're, you know, on the up and up. I know when we first talked to you and you first got it and I mean, you like you said, you were in a pretty bad spot, dude. And it seemed like you were kind of miserable. No offense, but oh, dude, I was freaking miserable. Yeah, I'm terrible. sure. I'm I don't sure. remember. Like my wife was showing me a picture like yesterday of two years ago when like our three-year-old was, she's like, I know you don't remember this, but like, this is pretty, this is a pretty cool day. I was like, I have no idea what you're even talking about. Like, I don't remember anything about it. 
and that's that's unfortunate like it literally took a good year of my life of just quality and luckily in the last year i'm like i said i'm rebounding good and i hope in the next year it's even better and just keeps getting better but for that year man it's it sucks and a lot of people have it longer than that because maybe they don't have the right resources or the right support or the right knowledge or just react differently or something you know sure or or it's like i mean it can kill you too oh yeah i mean you know if it goes you know unchecked and hits the heart hits the brain yeah yeah Yeah, it absolutely can and uh, i mean i still have problems with like i said like with my like brain fog and things like that but like you know i'm doing what i can to like mitigate as much as i can and you know i live with it just the feeling of it on a daily basis and it's messed up my equilibrium and things like that a little bit but i'm i'm doing better than i was a year ago so you know thank god like yeah aaron's over here giving you the middle finger lyme disease take that (laughs) (laughs) no it's good it seems like you found something that's uh helping balance you out and continually to you know help you um live a normal life dude which is great you know yeah i mean i'm not trying to act like you got cancer bro but you know it's no i mean it it is a serious thing and it it messed messed with you quite a quite a bit and seems like it's it's the regiment you're on with that vital plan and and the antibiotics has definitely made dramatic strides for you for sure and i know like jeff little and i talked with him about it like his doctors will get him on like cycles of antibiotics you know what i mean like he'll get on like three different antibiotics at once to fight like if they're resistant to one then another one will kind of like nail them or whatever and he'll sure for like a month or two sometimes with like like just three different antibiotics at once um to keep him regulated and and so everybody's different you know what i mean so every single person who encounters this is like is different so like right now on something called ceftrioxum and uh and and that's a good one for me it doesn't mess with my stomach at all like it you know because too long of antibiotic use can hurt you over time but like when used in moderation it's just like anything it's not gonna sure if doctors are prescribing it to you like on that regular basis like there's there's a rift i guess and practitioners just for you guys information too like some practitioners will not prescribe and a lot of them won't prescribe long-term antibiotics because it it can hurt you and if if you if people abuse it or anything like that so they're very hesitant to like take that step to do that and so Jay, you might be running into one of those types of doctors. And a lot of times the Lyme lit, they call them Lyme literate doctors. Mm-hmm. Um, they will absolutely prescribe you the antibiotics because they're trained in specifically Lyme disease. And so like you might have to find a doctor that's literally, they're called Lyme literate and they'll take care of you versus the the guy who just says, Oh, just rub some ointment on it. Like that's, that's not how you treat this. Yeah. Yeah. That's not it. So it, like you said, cancer, Brian, it's, the, it's literally the equivalent. I mean, not literally the equivalent, but like sure. it's the equivalent of saying, hey, just rub, take some Zyrtec for your, for your lymphoma. Like, it's like, right. what? Like, it's not. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not. It's the, not it, funny, but I know. No, it's, but it's, it, that's how ridiculous it sounds, though. Sure. When a doctor is blowing, you know, just blowing smoke to Jay, like, oh, yeah, like, just, just use some ointment, like. 
Yeah. If it was yeah. you, like that's when you, I, and I asked the doctors this all the time that were treating me like, if it was you, what would you do right now? Yeah. And, and like, what would you do if you had this? And, and that's like, that kind of gets to the core of it. And if, if they still kind of give you crap, just move on. Like they work for you. That's what you have to learn with doctors, lawyers, like accountants, tax professionals, anybody. Like if they don't treat you the way you need to be treated, then move on. Like, yeah. That's bull crap. I want to. I'm actually I'm life gonna lessons from Uncle yeah. Steiger. I I'm, like I'm going to give him an ultimatum tomorrow and see what they say. <laughs> yeah. No. You, you gonna, have to. Either you give me antibiotics or I'm coming to your office. It's your life. Yeah. Man. I don't know if I say that. But... It's your life. It's your life. Like, and I'm telling yeah. you, I got a year of mine taken away. Yeah. So don't let it happen to you. Like, you've yeah. got to. You've got to advocate for yourself because you can't assume doctors, nurses, your next door neighbors, whoever will. Amen to that. Well, gentlemen, I think this has uh, been pretty damn informative. Um, mm-hmm. We'll give uh, Aaron some final thoughts here, and then we'll move up to Jay, and then I'll uh, I'll close this out. All right. Well, it's good have good being here again, you guys. And uh, you know, I don't get out fishing as much as I used to, but uh, you know, it's still still in my heart. But when I do, <laughs> I, I, I do. just smash them. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. <laughs> when I do, I get skunked. Well, you've been uh, fishing that uh, Fishers of Men series over in yeah, Ohio, yeah. right? Um, yep, I've been doing that. It's just in, at Kaiser Lake. It's just a lake that's half hour or 40 minutes from me. And uh, it, there's just a group of 10 or 11 guys that go out and do it. Ty- I saw Tyler Daniels in the chat say something. He he kind of runs he runs that. Um, cool. And he's a great dude. I, I met some good guys doing that. But that's all I can afford to do. It's not because... Uh, you know, I'm not healthy enough, plenty healthy enough right now. It's just, I have kids and responsibilities that, uh, that supersede me going and traveling across Ohio or the nation and doing stuff, which is totally fine. Like I, I'm, sure. I'm loving what I'm doing with my kids and we're actually going camping this weekend, nice. uh, taking them to Alum Creek and, um, uh, taking them out on the canoe. And, um, then we're going to Dave and Buster's and they don't know yet. So I'm all, gonna all 20 of them. All twenty, we're taking the school bus. So <laughs> we're taking. <laughs> That's why I work at the school, so I get a school yeah, bus. Yeah, I get the discounted rate. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I get to lease it out. <laughs> uh, I got my CDL, but no. It, so that's it's good, and you know, to that point, like you know, we're gonna be careful. We're gonna spray ourselves down this weekend, but you know, I remember when I first got Lyme, I was like, I'm never kayak fishing again like i'm never doing this again like i'm not i'm gonna stop this i can't be going outdoors and i remember that psychological effect like you're talking about jay and then um i just was like okay i if as long as i take precautions as long as i do this the right way i can still enjoy an outdoor lifestyle and and so it's taken a little bit but you know i'm i'm back doing what i love to do again because of you know, having talks with people who do know what they're talking about and, and researching and, and getting myself taken care of how I need to get taken care of. And so, um, yeah, don't don't let don't let anything take away your love for the outdoors, even Lyme disease, even wherever you're at. Like I listen to some podcasts about like hunting and stuff, too, like even like apex predators, if you're in grizzly country, like you have just as much of a right to be outside as any other living thing on this earth. So don't feel like you need to be 
hesitant of it. Just take the right precautions. Now you know to check and do this, that, or the other, um, and keep doing what you love to do. Amen. Mr. Randall, uh, ditto, bumpy legs. <laughs> yeah, now, uh, I mean, we all talked about it. Just, uh, you know, take it seriously, I guess. You know, it's like you may have been dodging bullets, you know, for as long as you can remember. But, I mean, it happens, you know. So it's prevalent, you know. It's 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 more, you know, you have more of a chance of getting it than not. So why play with that? Well, and the biggest thing I want to add to that is just getting in the routine of checking yourself every time you come home, you know, from the woods, mowing the lawn, you know, whatever it may be before you get in the shower, you know, most of us get in the shower after, you know, trekking through the woods or mowing the lawn, whatever, just spin around in front of the mirror as weird as it sounds and just, just double check your body make sure you, uh, you don't have anything crawling around and, you know, stuff like that, man, because that's uh, one little bite, man, can uh, obviously make you lose a, a year of your life struggling, you know, like Aaron had talked about, you know. So, and, you know, I, I'd hate to see anybody go through that. I mean, we've seen Aaron go through it, and it's, I mean, I'm glad you're back on the up and up, dude, and I don't wish that upon anybody. So Thanks, yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, gals, I'll drop those links in the chat, all that stuff we had talked about, the vital plan, the the tick video for spraying down promethrin and all that good stuff that we talked about during the show. So go check that stuff out. Be safe. Be careful. Just do your due diligence and, uh, you know, make sure uh, you're not going to deal with uh, anything long term. And, you know, like Aaron said, you know, you find a bite, go to a doctor, get on something right away and uh, make sure you're not, uh, you know, waiting, you know, because the longer yeah. you wait, the worse it's going to be. And I will say this, too, as a final note, that there, there's this, you know, they talk about the bullseye. Not yep. everybody gets that. I sure. didn't get that. I didn't so that. that's yeah. important. It's, I don't know how we didn't we didn't talk about that. So, yeah, don't trust like, oh, I don't I got the bullseye. I should be good. It could be anything you know it so or it could be nothing right i mean as far as a, a skin lesion or, or mark or whatever um so you know get it checked it's all you can do especially if you don't know how long that tick's been on you because you can within 20 i mean depending depending on the situation but standard say 24 to 36 hours sure you know you could contact it um, yep. it sounds like Aaron's situation was a lot sooner, but your blood work, even Jay, when it comes back, it might come up negative and you can still have it. So yep. Yep. like even your blood work, that's why like them, like putting all the stock in the blood work, that's not even, yeah. it's two to four weeks for the antibodies to show up in your blood. Yeah. And not everybody even has antibody, like depending yeah. on your immune system you might not even create that many antibodies to get detected. So like, yeah. that's that that's a moot point according to a lot of the doctors that I had talked to anyway. And so they were all completely convinced, even though I had just trace antibodies in my blood, like trace antibodies by the time they actually got my blood work back a couple weeks after I was on antibiotic, they're like, you absolutely like, there's no doubt about it. You have this, you didn't have the bullseye. Your blood work came back essentially negative. Yeah. You, you still have, you have Lyme disease. Sure. So like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, 
Yeah. So like, it, don't go by just what the book says. Yeah. WebMD isn't going to be able to diagnose you this time. No. <laughs> you know? No. No. <laughs> no. All right, guys, gals, we'll see you next week. We're here every Thursday night, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. Till next time, tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.